Good evening and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Backstage Pass. Here in the house with our friends again, once again. It's a nice, comfortable 82 degrees in Northern California. We're lucky to live here. It's a beautiful thing. Um, we got a bunch of stuff happening. Friends from the outside sending us little gifts, which we love. It's super fun. Um, and people that help support the show uh, that come right to mind is uh, Neil, the Noah, the bird, the beard tanner. Uh, sorry for killing your name like that, Noah. Um, Charlie Zerichi, Lance Longley, um, my beautiful wife. I love you, honey. Um, lots of people. We really appreciate you guys out there. It makes it happen. And thank you to Dino from Lovers and Strangers. We love that you share this over your platforms. We appreciate it very much. Tonight, I'm sitting here with my good friend, Kyle Thomas. Kyle Thomas, what up, badass? How you doing, man? Hey, man. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's one of you. A1, travels around, works for us with uh, Sound Image, uh, Southern California, and Sound Image Productions. I got you up here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tag teaming. Yeah, you can't blame you. That makes perfect sense. Uh, I know it's been a struggle lately trying to, you know, find work. I know we've been doing training. Yeah, I had you in here training, right? Well, Shauna Hall is actually still in here. Shauna Hall of uh, Parliament and P-Funk and Ayatsi Badass, uh, Local 16, is in here right this minute on the boards in the back, just behind this line array, uh, studying on an S6L uh, with a big-ass custom Pro Tools rig from Diablo Digital. Oh, yeah, she's and, playing it over Right? There. I know, you guys are killing it earlier. I was loving that. Um, and I know that's what you've been using with some of your time. What else you been doing? Oh, man, this week's been rough. My uh, buddy's dog went missing in Sequoia National Park. Oh, man. We've been up there. At least it's Monday. in a small area. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a national park. So, uh, yeah, it's been no audio really since uh, Monday. And uh, just got back in town. I'm a little tired, but I'm, I'm glad to be here. Well, it seemed like you were jonesing when you walked in the door. That's why we said, dude, the board's right over there. Yeah, right? Get I had over to get there on, start, cut some fades. Yeah, push some fades. <laughs> you know, those knobs, go play with those knobs. Yeah, you know? right. Which has been the words to live by I've found in my life is play with those knobs. And so <laughs> I've always tell my friends, you know, if you get an opportunity, come around, play with some knobs. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, overall, been kind of a wacky week. And, uh, oh, I mentioned before, and of course... You know, I, I forget to do this often. I'm Vince Edwards from Sound Image Productions. Uh, I administer the pages beyond the backstage pass, the backstage pass, and Death by Loadout. I'm just spread out all over the place. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're everywhere. Uh, omnipresent and nowhere at the same time. It's, it's a good time. <laughs> it, you should try it. Um, but we get these gifts that come in from our friends. We got a lot of friends. You know, you, you tour around, you make friends. Um, one of them, I want to show you. I got this for you. She, well, they sent it to us. Oh, what a Look at this man. thing. This came from, from Ashley, uh, from the folks at... Grumpy roadies. She couldn't have sent it to a better place. Yeah, right. The whole building's <laughs> full of them. It's we're, we're sick with roadies. Grumpy ones. Check this out. Pretty Man, sweet. look at that. That's and really a cool. She sent some cool stickers. They're kind of funny. You have to see them. It's a little hard to close up on them, Mike. I don't think you can do it, but they're funny. So basically, it's a pissed off guy standing at a uh, cursing at a uh, mixing console. Um, we appreciate it. Thank you, Allison. We really appreciate it. Um, that, that's out of uh, Quebec, I believe. Nice. Um, and of course. Uh, what these little PDF books, these little personal pocket reference books for my friend Charlie Zariki. Thank you, Charlie. You're 
too kind. Right. I've handed a couple of them out to the people that could use this. Best Bernie got one. Um, Ryan Anderson from PCLV got one. Oh, so you're putting them in good hands. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. that already know half this shit, but when they don't know exactly, yeah, this is, they would actually, Bible. they actually turn to see it's, it's a great book. If you can get your hands on it, if you don't have one, I suggest that book in this job and um, the Stagehands Guide. You know the blue book? Oh, yeah. Do you have that? It's This thing has got, I live by that. It's in my office. Yeah, it's the Yamaha book, right? Yeah, well, I don't think, I think it came out, it's its own publishing, and uh, it's 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 the total, it's the cheat sheet to our job. Like, mm. it's all in there. It's a surprising thing. I got to bring it up. Uh, next time it. on the next show, I'll make sure I have it out here so I can smack you around with it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you Teach need to get something. some of that in your boy. <laughs> Tell you what. Listen, we got, uh, you know, in our ever- never-ending quest to have like the best people on this show people that we've been been around for a long time have something more to offer than uh they got lots of stories let's put it that way they've seen done um i had to dig in deep reach down just right out there and pull out like a full-on nugget in the form of our, our next guest uh, i know you know him for many years from doing shows or oh, off, i sure have that's he's, right he's that's right numerous times. <laughs> yeah yeah right that's <laughs> he's that guy that's right he's that guy uh so i'm really proud to have him here without further ado we've got uh paulin montero from sir that's uh studio instrument rentals sir is badass in the game paulie how are you I'm doing fine. Thanks, Vince. Um, and so good to have you, buddy. You know, I've been wanting you over here and asked about it, and uh, you finally said yes, and we appreciate it. Now, I noticed you brought <laughs> your trusty dog. I love this guy. Oh, yeah, this good is old Norm. Norman. I oh. should have introduced I feel bad. I didn't hey, handle Norm. this well. I should have said that Norm was here and Polly. Yeah. Because that's kind of, he's just King Norm. Norm's got his own thing going. Let's but we're debating you. if Norm should have his own Instagram page. Maybe you send us a yeah, note I what you think, think on that. I don't think I've ever seen there you, Polly, without you. Say hi, Norm. Say hi, Norm. Hi, Norm. Badass. Hi, Coolest Rody friggin' right. sidekick of all time. Oh, yeah. If you're not aware of what um, SIR is, I'm stunned by that, first of all. And uh, they're the guys you call when you got a fly date and you need your gear up on the stage and you want, like, the coolest old shit. Like, you need a tube amp, you need a, a, a 67 Fender P-Bass, whatever. This is the guy. And I have seen you on more shows. Man. Um, yeah. How, how do you... Well, you know, one thing is you're always the hardest working guy at a show. I've seen this over and over. And then, you know, like, people kind of run in that, that kind of island pace that sometimes happens at a show, and you're, you're just flying. What's your secret? What's my secret? Well, it's a simple philosophy. I've taken this on a long time ago. Um, I don't do too many shows now as I did when I first started out at SIR, but my whole philosophy was, man, Every band is my band for that day, which means, right. um, you know, not only am I looking out after the gear, I'm looking out after the band, That's make right. sure they're taken care of. One thing I learned a long time ago, what I don't, what I lacked in technical expertise, I try to make up in making the band comfortable. If you can make the band comfortable, man, that's half the battle right Easy there. Easy half the battle. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, especially if somebody's coming in, you know, I can't tell you how many shows where I've done where bands have shown up literally drove in from the airport and they're already freaking out, yeah, you know, that they right. had to rush and get over here and they're just worried about everything's being fine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always cool just to say, yeah, it's all good, man. Let me know if you need anything. Watch them during the show, anticipate problems. Mm -hmm. I like to anticipate, not react, you know, yes, so. Yes, and you like to read. I've noticed this, again, hardest working man in rock and roll. I'm not kidding now. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that this guy has worked for from the smallest band to the biggest band. I, I normally list who these people, mm -hmm. they, who they work with, but it's, it's impossible. Metallica, Stevie Nicks, I could just, yeah. the list is too <laughs> long and, and many, many decades of on the job uh, skills and, and mentorship. Um, what's your favorite part of the job? 
Wow. Um, you know, I enjoy it all, but the ultimate favorite part of it is, you know, when you're when when the band starts playing, and you can actually relax. And um, well, I really don't relax until the show's over. Once everything is fine, because I, I, I'm the type of person who's going to worry about, you know, making sure everything's cool. You know, right. I have a backup amp ready just in case. You know. Yeah, and, yeah kind of plan things out in case if there's a problem, it's like deal with it right away instead of someone going, hey, man, where, where, where's, where's SIR? Where's the guy? Uh, yeah. Things like that, man. That's so, a, I've never in many, many times, never has that been a problem. You're, well, that, you're on I, I know. I tried very hard, and I try to tell my guys, you know, be prepared, man. Yeah. You know, just don't go there and 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 become part of the uh, – the scenery, you know, no. be proactive and let the bands know that you care and you're there for them. You That's know? right. Yeah. To bail them out, to, to yeah. pick it up, to make the show go. You know, ideally, we don't want any problems. I mean, that's ideally the whole thing is go in there and make sure everything's going fine. Mm. Show gets over. Hey, man, if no one says anything and everything goes fine, it's been it's been a great day, man. Some of the biggest rock stars in America trust you for them to be able to fly in mm. and uh uh, and drop in and be able to play a game, play yeah. a gig. Some of the biggest shows. I mean, I'm talking Metallica. Yeah. These are not small shows I need to, to impress upon these people, and they trust you to make that happen. Yeah. And that's the testimony to your badass. Well, the company has been like that. I mean, we're, we're literally the oldest and largest backline company in, in pretty much on, on the planet. I think you in know, the world, 52 yeah. 52 years. Yeah. We started in 67 in L.A., yeah. and over that period of time, we've built up relationships with a lot of bands. I mean, God, one of the bands that we've probably been there since day one is the Beach Boys. I can't tell you how many times, yeah. how many shows I've done with the Beach Boys, you know, and, and it's great when when uh, when Bruce comes up and says, hey, man, I remember back in 68 when so-and-so was doing this and blah, blah. Hey, how's, how's the owner Ken? How's the owner Dolph, you know? Right. Things like that. It's cool to see that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've been at SIR for the last uh, coming on 20 years now, you know, and, and it's seeing some of these acts that, you know, have been part of our company for that long, man. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. You guys own a, a lane. I mean, there's some other small players in the game, but mm -hmm. but yeah, there's one thing as a, a fellow vendor, mm -hmm. uh, when we go on a, a job and we see you there, we know it's going to be a good day. We know well, that's, that we, that's, we can trust in you. That's the whole idea, doing, man. So you can trust in what we're same doing. thing with you guys. You know, it's yeah. great when we know, hey, oh, okay, great. Sound is on it. At least we know the audio is taken care of. Yeah. We, we Hopefully you don't have to deal with that because every once in a while, you know, the job kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. it crosses lanes there. Where <laughs> it's so like, awful. oh, okay, hey, I need you to help patch patch a stage up which i've done a few times and i have no problems because it's all about let's get the show going get yeah. it going right make it quick and clean man well i've always known you to be that way me and you've unloaded a few trucks together and uh, oh yeah you always have that thing where again you're gun running and gunning and then we now it's between now and doors bef yeah. before the act and you sit down and you read a book yeah now, there's kind of a zen thing you're doing there because uh most people know to when it's work time to pay attention when it comes to you because you know you'll bite them yeah yeah you, you got a little dog in you and and but it that's that level of expectation of that it's going to be perfect yeah. yeah you know it comes to a point where you know there's you know the beginning of the day it's hurry up get everything set up you get it set up then you have a little bit of downtime yeah. you know and i i constantly trying to learn something new every day that's why i like reading books especially biography type books about mm -hmm. musicians uh, you know certain historical events and and things like that so that's sometimes i can get through a page sometimes i get through a chapter it just all depends you know right 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 but you know it's always focused on on the gig itself so yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, a little testament to, you yeah. know, how you do this job right. You know what <laughs> I mean? I appreciate that. A lot of us are uh, 
misbehaved in the early part in their career. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I've, I've done my share. You know, there's stuff I'm not proud of, but that's all part of the learning experience. You know, when right. when we first started out, uh, it was uh, really raw. You know, just think about the guys in the 60s and 70s who were flying by the seat of their pants, you know, gotcha. that, that was all completely new. By the time, you know, the late 70s, early, mid-80s hit, you know, people started getting an idea. Then by the late 80s and 90s, you know, the ball was rolling pretty, pretty good at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah. And was, by then we were just kind of a little bit out of control. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when you got to get from one gig to another, man, you just got to do what you got to do to get it. That's right. The you wheels know? almost came off the wagon a few times for sure. Oof, yeah. 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 I've learned how to change wheels pretty well too. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, you just mentioned your 20 year history with SIR, uh, but I know you come from as a drum tech and a early stage roadie. You even worked in lighting. Uh, yeah. this is, a question we ask everybody the, the audience is interested in knowing how did you get in the business what, what was well that? How, which part do you want to hear how i got into music or uh, well i guess we could talk about you as a, an amazing accomplished drummer or we could talk about you telling okay or well uh, we got well, time let's see here uh, in the mid 80s i was playing in a local band called asylum we were together from about 85 to 90 um, we had a pretty good reputation back in those days. You know, at least we thought this is back in the, the hair metal days when yeah. I actually had hair. Yeah, good old um, days. You know, yeah. then uh, unfortunately, like most and a lot of bands, we ended up breaking up right around mid-1990. Um, and it was kind of actually devastating, to say the least. You know, you spend all that time. It's, it's like a sports team, man. You know, we rehearse three, four, five nights a week, and we gigged as often as we can. We, I mean, God, we put so many hours into it, thinking we're going to make it, you know. And we, we had a small little taste, you know. We just started going around the merry-go-round and looking for the brass ring. Yeah. It grabbed it a couple times, wasn't able to pull it out of the thing. But, you know, once when the band broke up, man, I was... Kind of lost, man. Trying to figure out, well, what the hell am I going to do now? Yeah. Took a little bit of a break, uh, breath for a few months, and had friends in local bands. Hey, man, can you help us this? Can you help us that? And started helping around locally. And I'll never forget this. The first tour I went on was in 91. Um, after one of these local shows, we went back to a hotel room and, and partied like we did back in the day, shooting the shit and doing, you know, whatever. And I'll never forget this, man. My buddy, uh, we get a f the phone starts ringing at about 7.30 in the morning, right? My buddy picks it up. It was his room, and he's, you know, I could hear him in the background, and he's going, hey, Paul. And I go, what? He goes, hey, Joel's on the phone. He wants to talk to you. I go, what the hell is he calling you here for, man? So we pick up the phone, and he's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I go, nothing. Just <laughs> hanging out partying, you know? And he goes, you want to go on tour? And I go, oh, really cool win. He goes, now. I go, what? He goes, yeah, you need, to, you need to get to the airport ASAP. Damn. So I like, oh, okay, I got my stuff together, went home, uh, got a, packed a bag, uh, borrowed my buddy's car because I didn't have a car at the time. And on the way back to uh, my buddy's place to pick him up, man, I'll never forget it. His car stalled at a light. Oh, man. And I'm sitting there going, come on, you start. It wouldn't start, man. All of a sudden, I look in the rearview mirror right before I get out of the car, and I see this car just bare just rammed right into the back of me, pushed through the intersection, and I was just so freaked out. I remember me just all tensed up, and yeah. ambulance came and all that, and, uh, um, you know, they're going, oh, are you okay, we need to take you to the hospital. I go, no, I ain't going anywhere. I'm going to the airport, you know? Yeah. And it was ironically, because right at that point, 
some other friends were driving on the other side of the street, and they were like, oh, hey, you all right? Yeah. I go, hey, man, I need a ride to the airport. So they pick me up. Yeah. Uh, the ambulance guy makes me sign a waiver. I go, yeah, I'm fine, bro. Took off to the airport, got on a plane, got picked up at the Burbank airport, went straight to the rehearsal studio. The band was just finishing their first set, worked on their second set. And I talked to the drummer. He's like, this guy had this massive double bass kit with this huge rack, all these electronics, all this oh stuff, boy. the sampler. This is when samplers are starting to come out. Yeah. And these guys like, oh, yeah, this is how it's all set up. And I go, oh, okay. Um, let me get my tape measure out and start measuring things, yeah, right? Yeah, right. So I measured, get all these measurements. We broke it down, packed it in the bus, and we took off the next morning, man. How many cities? Uh, I think that was about a three and a half, four month tour. Wow, sweet. Yeah, I never Old forget. school. Oh, back, yeah, days, man. Hit 90 days, 100 days, no problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to think about it. We had yeah. no cell phones. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, no GPS, no, no, none of the stuff we have now. You had to read a map, Thomas Guide. Yeah, Thomas um, Brothers. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you want to make a phone call, you got to go find a phone booth. <laughs> or, you know, back then we had pagers, you know, so it was just like yeah. you get a call, it's like, oh, uh, shit, you know. Uh, I think it's just pre pager because I remember the phone. Yeah. Booth. I remember having to keep some change on you. Oh, God, I can't tell you how many how yeah. many truck stops and Denny's Bumboos. that we went into or it'd be like quarters or better yet. I had the calling card back then. Oh, no shit. I come oh. home from a tour and it's like, oh, shit. I just spent my whole damn tour money on, <laughs> on, on the damn phone calls, you know? Yeah, keeping in touch. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of how I got started and it kind of snowballed from there. Um, back then it was all, you know, word of mouth. You know, you'd meet bands along the way, you know, at certain clubs, you strike up these relationships and, you know, stay in touch with them. Back then, man, you really had to work to, to try to find gigs, you know, not like now you can go on the internet. I mean, within yeah, within minutes, man, you can get, you can contact a uh, hundred people, yeah. you know, back then, man, you had to do some work and, you know, and you really had to do your job well if people wanted you know, to work for you. Um, my busiest year was 93. I think I was literally on the road 11 months out of that year. Damn. You know, I did three tours. One tour um, was it finished in March, April on a Monday, hit the road on a Tuesday. That tour, I had, came home, had a couple days off, hit another ro- another tour, man. You know, that was the, the, the salad days after that, and then it just dried up for about a year and a half, man. There was that weird period in the time yeah. there in music where it was kind of metal was going down, grunge wasn't quite here yet. It was, I think there was it was just starting, yeah, some, man. I remember shit, but yeah. it, was, it was kind of a strange musical moment. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, grunge is just coming in. Nirvana just basically slayed the hair bands, you yeah. know, at that point. And, <laughs> it was a murder. And then Seattle just came in and yeah, took yeah. over, and yeah. you know, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, all those type of bands. I mean, I, I loved them. I still have friends that were on those crews that I met back in those days, you know. Yeah. Which no. is really cool. Yeah, that's the best part of this is uh, yeah. long-term friendships. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, and the know. traveling's kind of fun. Yeah, you know, even to this day, I get the traveling Jones, man. You know, I miss the excitement of, of you know, it's like, where do we got to be today? Oh, hey, we're going here, we're going oh, there, see. you know? Yeah, the, that nomadic quality. Oh, God, when, when I did it, man, when, I'd always look at the uh, itinerary and, and, and figure out where, where the midpoint was because, you know, we were building up to that, getting to the top of the mountain, and then all of a sudden, oh, shit, here's the day. Now we're going downhill, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. It was, uh, there, was a, there was a kind of, I used to have a thing in a part of the highway when you get to kind of... Uh, Monterey area, yeah. and I kind of start being cool with it, but I always hated leaving the last day of a tour. Yeah, always. Oh, oh, yeah, rough. man. There's a lot of emotions going on that. You brothers, you know, going their separate ways. It's, it's yeah. I had one man. tour that actually ended in San Jose, about maybe a mile from where I was living at the time, and I forget it. The uh, we had a, we had a mobile home, we had a, a motor home and a trailer that we were pulling, and 
I mean, you know, every day the band would get all this food and all this booze on this rider, right? And yeah. heck, we weren't even drinking half of it back then. So I remember, man, the, the tour manager time goes, he goes, hey, Paulie, um, because he dropped me off at the at my house right the next day on their way back to the airport. And I was just like, here we got all this stuff, man. I remember filling up my garage with, I mean, just bottles of Jack Daniels, sliced bread, yeah. peanut butter jars for days, you know, you, you name it, man. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Super crazy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, those are the good old days. I'm sure there's still some lane to that, but, you know, we used to fuck with people on writers, you know, because I came oh, yeah. from the band side of it first. Mm. And, uh, you know, and it was kind of like how Van Halen did with the Brown Oh, yeah. You know, you just want to make sure they're reading it half Yeah, time, oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, and uh, many times as a stage manager, it was my job to make sure that shit was complete right down to the mm. count on the towels. Yeah. And uh, it's a fun time. I had a question about SIR. Mm-hmm. I've always been interested because I want to go basically to your shop. You're here in mm-hmm. my shop right now. I want to go to your shop and pretty much steal everything you have. <laughs> um, I know you got the cool. Oh my god! Man. Oh man, I love dude, doing you know, it's, over it, there. Yeah, amazing. some items, some items we have to have multiples and dozens of. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how you guys. Is it writer specific? How do you? determine what you're going to have on stock. Well, you know, a lot of this, most of the time, especially nowadays with, nowadays with new technology, it's, it's demand, you know. Um, when we start seeing when, on riders, when people start asking for certain gear, you know, plus I'm always trying to stay up on top of uh, the new gear. That's why I try to go to NAMM show every year and read all the trade magazines to see what the cool stuff is, you know. If I see a keyboard that's going to be, you know, oh, yeah, it, coming out in a in couple months, so-and-so keyboard, and I just I keep telling myself, it's like, oh, great. And I tell the boss, I go, well, here's one we should keep on the radar because I got a feeling, you know, in six months to a year, once guys get it, they're going to want it, and sure enough, stuff like that happens all the time, man. Yeah, no, you know. I've always known you to keep doing Yeah, and there's a lot of items that people, you know, go to over the years, and, you know, we have to have multiples of, because, you know, like, like, God, God, jeez. B3s, we have eight of them, you know? Yeah, I was about to say, that's Yeah, you know, you have to have, I mean, we've had weekends where we've, all of them been gone, you know? That's one of my favorite sounding instruments. It is, man. It's it's one of the most, it's it's one of the most frustrating things, because you know what, man? If people have never opened up a B3, you look in the back of that, dude, there's literally miles and miles of cable on that. And yeah. wires. Well, the nice thing about yours is they're all they have the quarter inch inputs to it. Yes, so we we yeah. Su- such a more simple. We've tried to make to it as as it. universal as possible, you know. Yeah. And some people, you know, ask for certain things. It's like we try to make the stuff as as user friendly as possible. So we try to get all the options, you know. Uh, I do that with drums all the time too. When I was working in the drum department when I first started out, it's just like, hey man, you know, I'd send three options, the, the mount of tom. There's a bass drum tom mount, there's a snare stand, there's a double tom stand, just because you just never know. Yeah. Some guys, either they want that option. The worst thing is, you know, someone gives you a phone call, hey, man, I'm missing this, or hey, can you send me this, by the way? You know, and, It gets expensive. Oh, well, time is money, man. Right. You know, it, it, right. Especially if you forget something, you know, that, that simple gig just costs you another two or $300 in time and manpower, man. It's happened to the best of us. Oh, yes, it has. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was guilty of it. You know, when you're yeah. doing so much, at a, at a quick pace, man, sometimes it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that must save you being in South San Francisco, just being so close to... Well, yeah, we're more close, uh, we're more in the Bayview type of area. So, I mean, for the city, it's great. You know, yeah. I tell the guys, I go, listen, man, you know, anything outside of the city, if it's in the city, we can get to it within 20 minutes to a half an hour, you know, depending on traffic. Anything outside, man, you know, you're looking at an hour plus, you know. That's why I tell the guys, if, if you're going out of the city... 
take backups, take extras, please. I'd rather you have more stuff than not enough. Because right. it's just, especially if we get a call at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday trying to get something uh, over across the bay, yay, yay, yay. Forget yeah, about it's it. It's ridiculous, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I believe our traffic is worse than L.A. traffic. Although they they push more cars through, we actually have yeah. more downtime. Yeah, well, because of the bridges, you know. Yeah, that, absolutely. All, yeah, all that, so. What's the restore problem? I, I have to ask, you know, you were talking about the, the B3, and we know what a complex instrument that is. Mm. But you have so much classic in, instruments and uh, and things. How do you guys, you know, if I send this system behind me out, mm -hmm. that's going to be flashed in the prep area. We're going to yeah. make sure that everything's up to up to speed. Mm -hmm. um, how do you guys do it when you take your gear back in? Um, we, we double check everything, um, you know, especially the, uh, it's easier when it's, you know, a keyboard or an amp, you know, you open the case up, um, visually look at it, make sure all the bits and pieces are there, the, the cables, sustain pedal, um, you know, and we check it and make sure it's working. And if it's not, then we try to find out why it's not. Um, drums, it's a whole different thing. We usually have like a drum voucher and we check the stuff back in, you know, make sure there's nothing missing and it all works, you know? Yeah. So. Well, it sounds like an ongoing process. Oh, yeah, it, like it's, it's, yeah it's never-ending, man. You yeah. know, it, it, it really is. I mean, we, we have so much gear there, and it's it's a never-ending process of making sure that it's constantly working. I mean, we have one guy in the shop who's really good with uh, electronics, and, you know, he's constantly just about every single day when he has free time working on something, you know. Yeah, and he can he can, the scope yeah, open every single Yeah, time man, he, he can do a lot of it, but sometimes, you know, there's stuff that's beyond his realm, and we farm it out to get fixed and so forth, or we, we buy another one, you know. Yeah, that's obviously last. Yeah, it's very rarely where we have one of something in the shop, and if we do, it's something that's, you know, either specific to an artist that comes in, you know, or it's just doesn't get requested. And you guys can ship between shops, huh? Yeah, it works great for our, our West Coast shops, like between yeah. our Seattle, Portland, um, uh, L.A. and San Diego shops. We do a little, a lot of little cross breeding, as they say, you know. Right, right. I'm not sure if, uh, if all of our viewers know that um, SIR doesn't just rent backline and amazing equipment for mm -hmm. shows, but you also do, you have a, a side of the business that does, we're Bands can come in, and yeah. I know we've helped out. Uh, mm -hmm. Sound Images helped out yeah. you guys with bands coming in and practicing in there. Yeah. Uh, what's that about? Well, um, that's part of the studio instrument rentals, you yeah. know. You um, when it started in, in L.A. in 67, they, uh, you know, they had some studios there, and they'd have bands that would come in and rehearse and rent some of the back line, and either they do it for long term as their rehearsal place or, you know, come in to do shows. Um, L.A. has expanded quite a bit over the years to have multiple studios there. Mm -hmm. um, you World know, famous. Our, There's been a lot oh, of Oh, God, yeah, stuff man. There. I mean, I remember the owner telling me about when Led Zeppelin was there in 75. That's right. You know, they yeah. literally rehearsed that SIR in, in L.A. For, for, for weeks back then, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I forget what album they were working on back then. It might have been, uh, was it Physical Graffiti that came out around that time maybe or something around that. But, um, yeah, I mean, even to this day right now, you know, with this whole coronavirus thing, our L.A. shop's doing some rehearsals and a lot of live streaming. Our Vegas shop is is booming big time. What are they with, doing? Well, they're doing, uh, I know I just talked to the guy the other day, and uh, they're doing some music videos there and doing a lot of live streaming. Same thing with our uh, Nashville shop. we got a lot of people coming in to do some live streaming, some rehearsals. Yeah. Um, New York is doing a little bit of that too. Those are the, the main stores. Some of the smaller stores don't really have um, studios because of the, the location and the size 
Uh, here in San Francisco, we have one big room. You know, we've had a lot of big names in there. Yeah. Um, we're waiting to kind of see this whole scene right now with the Bay Area. It's been so shut down music-wise. Um, it's tough, man. We haven't really had anything in months now, man, and it's yeah. scary stuff. I know you said recently, uh, we talked recently, and you said that you had, something just went out the door, some keyboards or something. Yeah, we had and some keyboards go out yeah. the other day, first order in three months, man, for a recording session. That is rough, brother. Yeah, yeah. you know. I, mean, we've, I can't say, or at least from this shop, I think mm -hmm. we've done three rentals. Yeah. And uh, and we had Brian Adorama in here today doing some live streaming on his own. We yeah. helped him out with that, you know, like that type of thing. But I'm talking, you know. Trucks on the dock. Yeah. Gear getting oh, it's, out. it's done. I mean, all my guys are, are, are you know, yeah, they're laid off, man. Is that what you had they're, to do? Yeah, well, you had to because we had no business. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we had about a week there from the announcement where, you know, the guys, we were trying to keep them busy. And then it just basically came down to shut it down, guys. You know, and then, and unfortunately, That's sad. you know, uh, they're... The unemployment's going to run out, man. And if we don't have any business, I, you know, I'm afraid we're going to lose some good guys because, you know, I told them, you got to do what you got to do to look after yourselves, you know. Yeah. If, if it opens up tomorrow, we ha we still have no business. Dan know? didn't and, go with the PPP thing? Um, it, well, there's nothing to do. Uh, I'm just, you know, if there was work for us to kind of do. Yeah, we kind of did the winter maintenance thing. And, yeah. then, uh, and this was a top-down thing. You know, it's not my... Uh, choice that we yeah. did this uh, but it was kind of cool um, a lot of our i believe our employees are being paid right now mm. uh, and that will run its natural course I've, yeah there's some prescribed date where that the plan yeah. or something stops but um so we've been lucky that way but that was what we were retention big problem yeah. that's why we're pushing the the training yeah man it's um boy you know it's tough man i feel bad for them because we have become a real tight-knit team you yeah. know and you know uh well, i love one, you well I, well, I appreciate that. You know, we, we all have our moments, you know. One of the kind of, I heard your brother George talk about this a uh, couple episodes ago. You know, one of the kind of good things the first couple of weeks of this was we, we got a little bit of a break, mm. you know, because, man, we've been going full tilt for a long time. That's right. And it was finally not, you know, because we're all always wondering, man, when can we slow down? When, when can we take time off? You know, it's always a big thing among us is trying to figure out when people can take time off. Mm -hmm. But there's always seems like there's another gig, there's another festival, blah, blah, blah. And oh, it was our wish. Yeah, well, well <laughs> exactly. And then some, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was cool for the first couple of weeks, you know, but yeah, it's gotten. <laughs> it's been nuts. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, we'll circle back to that. Mm -hmm. uh, I was curious, you know, you you're one of the best drummers I know. Actually, oddly, Polly, <laughs> yeah. the, the guy behind the uh, the boards over here, Mike Brown, uh -huh. ridiculous drummer. Oh, really? Like, oh, my Like, dude, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Nice. It's some Celtic uh, metal thing. And oh, it's yeah? cool. fast and powerful and clean, uh, like nice. freaking Swiss. I mean, it's insane. Uh -huh. But I know you, you like to expel some energy. I know you got bands. And oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I got a few different bands going out, right man. Now. It's That's why I got into this business was... The love of music, man. Gotcha. And I got it very early thanks to my pops, who was a musician himself. Um, and, man, I was just fascinated with the drums from, you know, about 11 years old, man. And I've been playing for 45 years now of my life, man. Well, it shows you're an amazing drummer. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm constantly working on it. Bam, bam. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's a good place. Well, yeah, man. Energy. Some days I have good days, some days I don't, just like everybody else. Just like man, everybody you know? else. But it's, right. it's, it's been my sanity check for a long time. Yeah. Especially now. I mean, you know, I, I, I lucky I, I have access to our shop, and I basically I'm there on a regular basis kind of looking over the place. Junkyard dog. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, answering yeah. some phone calls, That's which right. frequently come in and, and – Oh, some don't, emails. don't undersell yourself. Yeah, I know. I've, <laughs> I've literally, the humility. I've literally needed something in the gig, and then like that period, you're like, "Shit, man, I need a, I need to go make my gig." Yeah. And then I had to give you a ride to your, to whatever you were. Yeah, playing. yeah, I've, that's there's happened not, a couple times. There's yeah. There's not too many people I know in this business that are that. Well, dude, I, I, it, you it's, know? you got to do it because you love it. Cause it, it sure in the hell ain't for the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I you know, no, occasionally I do some of these gigs and I get you know fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, which you know it's it's the old classic line. You know, you spend five thousand, ten thousand dollar on a drum kit to, to to get paid fifty bucks to do a gig. I don't care, man. Yeah, I just love playing, it. man. And I got friends. I got three bands going on now that you know these people are very special to me man they're my friends they're my f extended family we we create these songs man that just you know are very powerful and it's that's what it's about man it's creating songs you know and then hope that someday people get to listen to them you know yeah that's that's what this it, this whole industry is it's it's about the music and the songs, man. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a great way to, yeah. to you know express yourself. Ab and, well, absolutely, you're, and you're expressive. Well, and thanks, brother. Yeah, yeah, you know. I appreciate it. that. Um, I know you ain't got. A, you probably don't own a crystal ball, and if you do, it's probably a little foggy. What do you think is going to happen in the future, buddy? Boy, brother, I tell you, I've been trying to figure this one out, and you know, um, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff is way above my pay rate at this point. Um, people much smarter than me are, are have to figure this out. You know, I keep telling people, "Hey, man, you know, we're ready to play the game. Just tell us how you want to, uh, what the rules are to play the game, and and what time the game starts." You know, um, I see this industry. We're going to have to adapt yet again. Yes. You know, just like after 9/11, I mean, that was something that changed the industry for quite a while, but it, it, it kind of righted itself out. Um, but that was an event that kind of had its moment. And then we've, we, you know, we dealt with the aftermath. This has been ongoing and we, Global. there's so much uncertainty, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I talk to artists, I read stuff online about bands, you know, God, there were some artists who were literally about to get on tour buses and go and tour when it's all hit you know i i've read stories where where people have spent fortunes on merch and stuff ready to go on and they lost all this money man a lot of and a lot of some of these artists man that's what they depend on well it's funny i didn't think about that until you just mentioned that now we have uh the grumpy roadie that she's a, a big time uh, merch girl and i didn't think about all the two 2020 merch yeah, I know Disturb was going out, Motley was going out, Death Lab, You know, a lot yeah. of our friends were going out, and and man, they must be sitting on a ton of 2020 merch. Yeah, and hopefully that's going to well, play out. I would assume. I mean, to me, the logical thing was obviously keep it, sell it at a reduced rate because you know it's going to become some sort of maybe novelty thing. You know, sure. hey, yeah, I saw so and so in 2020. Um, no, you didn't. You couldn't. <laughs> that's a cool shirt, though. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 like the uh, the Super Bowl loser shirt, you know. Those yeah. things have become kind of a collector's item unto themselves, you know. I'm pretty sure uh, our emails will start getting clogged by Rockabilly and uh, the was it the other vendors that uh, yeah. are trying to always get us to buy their their old kind of leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Super fun. Listen, man, I really.
really appreciate you coming on the show. No problem, you know, I really appreciate you. it, man. I, I said, man, with you and your brother, I've known your brother for a long time, man. He's an old man. Yeah. yeah and, you know, Just call him right there to the screen. You're old. It's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We man. couldn't do it without you, buddy. Well, I appreciate uh, it. And same here, man. We're all, it's, it's all one big team, man. Absolutely. You know? when, that's, that's uh, it takes, I'm... people don't understand, man. This is, you know, tour, especially touring, man. It's literally a traveling, it's, it's, more than a circus because you know what think about it. a circus comes in town they set up they stay put for a week or two you know that's right these tours man you're you're going every single day for the most part man <laughs> yeah. think about it man you show up at a venue at 7 a.m you don't leave till 2 or 3 a.m that next day and you boom you're gone across country sometimes first you know? one in last one out and uh, that's nice it man and it, and it takes it takes a it takes a village to get this thing going, man. You know, it just doesn't happen overnight. When people show up and they go, oh, this is cool. Well, you know, until you actually view it and, and see it happen and you're in the middle of it, man, it's, it's actually kind of exciting and thrilling, right. even though it does get exhausting after a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we landed well, you know. We, oh, uh, yeah, man. We're trying. Hey, man, we're still here, right? That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm pretty sure that's Yeah, good. I hear you, bro. Um, it was a pleasure. Thank you for coming Thank you out. very much, man. Mm -hmm. Hope you guys have much more success. I love the I, I love the program. I look forward to seeing more, man. Thank yeah. you, Paul. For, All right, for mouth of God's ears. Thanks, yeah, Paul. Always Appreciate good. it, guys. Hey, listen, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in tonight, as we always do at this part of the show. Uh, we couldn't do it without the help of some partners in the game. Uh, one of them is behind the, the boards right now on the other side of the cameras. It's Mike Brown, our audio god. He's a badass. He's handling so many things. Mike, we really appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Good on, um, Mike. Yeah, Mike's good, man. Um, we got some outside suppliers. Uh, first of all, Sound Image Productions allows me this space and the gear, and I love them for it. My brother, George Edwards, thank you, sir, our general manager and CEO of Southern California Sound Image, Dave Shadone. Thank you, boss. I appreciate that. And uh, our cameras are courtesy of our, the good folks over at LSV Large Screen Video. That's John Rigney. Great man. Good friend, we appreciate him. It was a wonderful interview. Thank you, John. We appreciate you so much. Um, also, uh, we do social distance. We we use the hand sanitizer and so on. The good people at um, slowfiber.com provide these services to us. Uh, they fix our tech drape and other things. Uh, we sent some of these masks down to our brothers in our other shops. Uh, we really want to thank slowfiber.com for helping us out. You guys do a great job. Thank you so much. Uh, and of course, I want to thank my my guest host, my brother. Hell yeah, man! Kyle Good Thomas. To see you again. Thanks for sitting shotgun, Daddy. You're the man. You want to, let's try to do this next week. Uh, we got AJ Fordillo on. Uh, he's a <laughs> uh, Huey Lewis uh, journey. I mean, listen, I, I just you'll see you next week. This guy's a badass. He's been around forever. He's an old pro mentor, and uh, he's got stories. We're gonna uh, check him out next week, Thursday at 7 p.m. on YouTube. That's where you're watching us. Uh, if you like what you see, please subscribe to the channel. Otherwise, have a great week. Take care of yourself. Good night. Peace. Peace. Cool, Daddy. Oh, hey, Norm, you okay? <laughs>